Apologies for any background noise you hear in this episode. The recording was done on location and noise couldn't be helped. Thank you. There's no such thing as a host. Straight in, England, World Cup, France. What are we saying? Which, which, we'll talk about teams, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about football first. Are we, yeah, football are we rolling first. now? Yeah, we're yeah, rolling we're now, we don't, we're rolling. We don't You're not do going to introduce the Sam Jones show? We don't, it's not the Sam Jones mix, it's the it? Eddie Earn show. No, it's not, dressed. I've seen your Instagram. When have I ever said that? Do you want to introduce the big guest we've got? It's literally... Lads, I hope you're giving him stick. It's literally David Colwell of the Colwell Gym Rotherham and Eddie Hearn of Matchroom Boxing. You're not the CEO anymore, that's Frank Chairman, Smith. apparently. You're yeah. the chairman, yeah. of, the chairman of Matchroom Boxing, Ed, Mr Eddie Hearn. We've got the part-time footballer, Josh Windass. The busiest man in boxing, yeah. apparently, because well, he's, he's got to book his, his own flights. Yeah, What's that all about? Flights to Japan. I know, why have you got your book your own flights? Are we really That's not acceptable, is it? Are we really doing it, are we? Yeah, yeah we're doing it all. Okay. You're the man. Yeah. <laughs> right, cut that bit. Can <laughs> <laughs> um, we no, talk Eddie, about England, please? On your, on your football, Eddie, are you, are you like following the World Cup? Um, he's following look, it. Look, I used to own Leighton Orient, as you know. We yeah. can't really talk about high-level football, but I just feel that I lost a little bit of interest in England because the problem with football is, and this is a problem with boxing as well, the money takes over to a level where it takes the passion and the enjoyment out of the yeah. game. For me, I'm just, and I'm only talking as a fan. Yeah. So I see people who actually wear the shirt and I ask, like, what it used to mean to wear an English shirt, does people it still like mean Robson the same thing? Like right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly the player yeah. that I was thinking about, yeah. Terry Butcher, like old school guys when yeah. we were growing up. Yeah. Right? So, but also, when you look at it, you look at teams like Argentina, where you feel that's really like Messi. I liken it a bit to the Olympics. You know when, like, a team, like the American basketball team playing the Olympics, do they really care about winning Olympic gold? No, they care about the draft and, you know, who's going to end up getting paid to, to go. And, but I feel like this team actually do care. And I quite, I'm quite enjoying seeing that. It looks yeah. like a good bunch of lads. I mean, we know some of them, don't we? I mean, Madders, he's a mad boxing fan, lovely guy. Declan, Declan Rice, it? probably the nicest bloke you could possibly meet. And I think, genuinely, they're so to win. proud to yeah. play for England. And therefore, you become invested in it again as a fan. In Brilliant. terms of the players and what's going to happen, I can't really tell you too much about it. I mean, you know, I, I, know, I know the team, but... Do you, we... watch, do you watch the football? Have you watched? Yeah, much I do. Of yeah, I watch, I watch the games and I, I watch Premier League and you know I've watched, I've watched loads of football over the years. But for me, it's are they good enough collectively as a team and individually to mm. compare? And do they stand out with the top top players? I'm talking about Brazil and I think I'm not sure we beat France. I mean, is it we've beat them in the last six competitive matches? Is that? I, I don't think we'll beat them, but I think this is the best team we've ever had in terms of compared to the other teams. So I think this England team stands up to Brazil, France, whereas teams in the player past, yeah. even though we've been unbelievable, they've had Ronaldinho, they've had Ronaldo, whereas now I think we're more on an equal playing field. I think we'll win at the weekend. I, I do. do. Yeah. I'll be honest with you, I do. And it's not being patriotic, it's looking at them as a team collectively and how they're working as a unit as well. I think... But they look a bit, they look fearless, yeah. which is good. Yeah. Because I think a lot of those England teams, they've got to that point and the bum's gone a little bit, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, but I think those, those lads are pretty fearless. Like, you look at them and, you know, they're all young kids. Yeah. They're probably a little bit naive to it, really. We've had, we've had a golden generation here before, like, you've had Lampard and Gerrard who could never play together and Michael Owen up front, Wayne Rooney up front. You thought, if that, we're never going to win anything with that team, but this team is arguably the best England team there's ever been. This squad France have got superstars though at the weekend. They, they have, but so is England. Drew Bellingham, unbelievable football player. Yeah, he's good. And they've got Mbappe and they've got Griezmann. They've, they're a bit of a different level, aren't they, them boys? But and Giroud. 
But comes over to the Premier League, everyone's yeah. going, he's fucking absolutely lazy. Yeah. 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 What yeah. a player. Yeah. That just sums boxing and football up there, and you have one bad spell anywhere. Yeah. And you're crap, yeah. aren't you? So you went one to Arsenal and didn't do shit. brilliant. Now he's at AC Milan and Fran he's scored more goals for France than Omri. But that's the same with England fans, right? Yeah. I mean, we smash Iran and everyone's like, Fucking, I'm coming home, 100%. That's me. I'm that England fan. You are a nightmare on Twitter. I am that England You talk about you're busy. How can you be busy? I am You live on Twitter and you do all your selfies on Instagram. And you want Southgate out. Yeah, you got a PA for Twitter, but you like to do your travel. Exactly, mate. Follows me around everywhere. You still want the manager to go, though, don't you? Pardon? You still want Southgate out. No, I just think, how can you make a team with that amount of talent. And listen, I've played football. Don't say, oh, yeah, he's played football. I've played football. I've played football for years, yeah? But I'm saying, if... What are you talking about? We've all played football for years. No, I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I'm what, saying... What level? Cause, cause a decent level. No, 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 what's, what's a decent level? Yeah. A, de a decent level. What, what's yeah, a decent level? £50 a game. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying... I'm all You've called aside, the promoter's I'm, bug, mate. No, you are talking bollocks. No, but I'm saying... I'm saying <laughs> you played on a Sunday I'm over saying, some like, local I'm say, yeah, pub big, team. Yeah, big pub team. Yeah. You I'm never saying, played at a decent level, though, did you? Let's be honest. Calm down. No, but you never, though, did you? Calm down, Dean Jr. No, but you never, though, did you? No, but I'm saying... I'm saying, how can you make a squad of players like that boring. How? It's not possible. They're the top scorers in the tournament, though. I know, but I'm, did you watch the is, America is, game? Is that right, USA game? Iran. You're game. meant to beat Iran. You're meant to thump Iran. You're meant to beat Senegal. They're meant to beat every team beat but There's other teams like Argentina getting beat by Saudis. There's other teams that are getting beat by teams that they're meant to. People are giving England our time over that draw. But England have USA. not performed for, ye for years in tournaments. They are doing now. I understand that, but what's the idea of success? What, losing in a final against Italy against a back line of the, 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 yeah, that was... Not the, a like, losing in a final of a major tournament against Italy. Tennis. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not... A poor Italy side. Yeah, Eddie. but you've got to look at it's the a record. Game. You've got to look at the record of the individual. I agree with you. I think Southgate... I look at Southgate <sighs> and I go, fuck me, you're boring. And yeah. you know that everything is safety first, right? Yeah. But you can't ignore the record. I, and I understand that, but I'm saying... With this squad of players... By the way, I've got a question. Go what do you think about the Brazilian dancing? I couldn't believe yeah, it's their the culture, criticism definitely. of this yeah. is disgusting. Fake yeah. outrage yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Fucking, that's, that's, exactly. a, that's part of the reason why you watch Brazil, the all the flamboyance and, yeah. and the But they'd score, they do the dancing, yeah. we score, we do the dentist chair. Yeah. Part of our culture. <laughs> but they didn't um, but they weren't doing it to take everywhere. the piss out of the opposition though, like Roy Keane was saying, they were just no, doing it to that's just the way they are. It's the Roy Keane's about it. Yeah, big Roy over there. You like this thing? Yeah, it's really coming on. Is it gonna get more It hides the fatness, if I'm perfectly honest. Yeah, when it goes narrow. A few greys in there, by the way. I don't dye my fucking get, beard. Does it not get itchy, though? It never I... makes. I put lovely beard oil in it, right. the Alan Babbage style. Right. So, so are we winning the World Cup? That's what I want to know. I don't believe England will win the World Cup. I think I do think they'll beat France. I think it'll be an extra time job. Um, I just think if they ever come up against Brazil, because Southgate with his Nando's lemon and herb tactics won't do it against Brazil. It's simple as that. I like Gareth, by the way. He seems a lovely fella, just boring. Everything my old man played with him and said the exact same. He said, like, come... Like first in doing all his stretches, like who's that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Southgate. Yeah. Just said he was the most placid geezer it, ever. But everything about him, I'm sure he's the loveliest man in the world, and he doesn't give a shite to what I say about him. Just bores me. Everything about him bores me. His interviews bores me. His style of play bores me. But if England win the World Cup, he should be knighted, and he's the greatest English manager of all time. Brilliant. So on to the main stuff: boxing. Go to boxing, won't we? You're looking at me for. You're, you're, you're the gaffer, you're the... You're the um... no, Eddie, can I ask you a question idea. about boxing? Because yeah. I'm, I'm opinionated on boxing. Yeah, massively. 
You know we you left Sky for the zone. Do you, do you ever, like, you're never going to say you regret it, but was it hard? Uh, that must look, I mean, look, firstly, financially, it was a deal that gave us the opportunity to change the face of our business, mm -hmm. which is always important as a business and obviously as a family. Number two, it gave us an opportunity to build a, grow, a global schedule for the sport. And it baffles me when I see the criticism, like, someone said the other day, yeah, but outside of Taylor Serrano and Canelo Bivol <laughs> and Joshua Usyk and Canelo Triple G, what has he actually done this year? And I'm looking at the it's others going, what the fuck have you done? Yeah. Like Bob Arum coming out the other day, 92, off his nut on edibles, like saying, <laughs> oh, well, what has he done? Tell, show me the top-ranked schedule this year. They're dying in, in boxing in America. So the, it's always going to be a challenge when you leave a powerhouse mm -hmm. yeah. like Sky yeah. for a new platform. So when, when Bob comes out and is like, oh, Eddie's spunk 100 million or whatever, like, and let does that bother you when you, when you read all that? Or not, not really. Because, look, you have to... Because people believe him, don't they, when he yeah, says I it? I think that you have to respect Bob Arum. He's 92. Is he 90? You think he's 93? 93. 93. But there is no future in that business. Mm. There is no figurehead to take that business forward. It's on Bob Arum and it ends at Bob Arum. Right? But what he's done, listen, I, I did an after-dinner speech with Bob Aaron once, and they was going, Eddie, what's the greatest moment of your career? And I was like, you know, Joshua Klitschko at Wembley was unbelievable. And they went, Bob, what about you? And he went, well, it was either the thriller in Manila uh, or the rumble in the jungle. And I was like, oh, fucking hell. Like, he's, he's a, a master of promoting, but we're young. You know, we've got a different vision. The, what has happened, you've seen other promotional outfits step up financially. Like, the budget that we have for boxing, there's a difference between having a big TV budget mm. and having a budget from investors. Yeah. Right? And that's what we're up against, mm -hmm. because the rights fees that are being paid for our TV deal are, are more significant than others. But others, the crazy thing about boxing is, is that promotional companies will receive investment. Right? We've seen it with Al Heyman, we see it with Boxer. Third-party backers. Exactly. But once the money burns out, everything changes. Mm, but yeah. during that period, you have to compete with all the new boys. Right? And I've seen it time and time again. PBC coming with 400 million yeah. of private investment, gone. You know, now you've got other promotional companies that have investment, they'll make mistakes, they'll lose money. But the people that benefit are the fighters and the managers and the trainers and everybody. So now you're in a position where we leave Sky, we had this huge budget, but then Sky stepped back up purely to have a pop Compete. at me, really, and then Boxer come in, have funding from a. Do you an think that's what it was, though, Eddie? Like, Jenny, I'm not like, it's not, no. this isn't a podcast, but like, do you think because when you left and you went over to the zone, it was a big thing that the changing, changing boxing, which, listen, the schedule you've done that I brought is, is brilliant. Like, look, you, great fights you've done, but do you think they've done it personally to think. Totally. Just to literally Hunter. say, not fuck Eddie Hearn, but like, Sky, you'll see. Kind Sky, of thing. We, Sky were going nowhere with boxing. We convinced them to have a run at boxing. And what yeah. they've done in boxing has been amazing for the sport. Great platform, right? But when we left, it became personal. Yeah. You know, we still so have why, huge... Why did it get to... Why, so, why can't there be a split? Business reasons, mm. you left for business reasons. Why can't the other side see it as a business reason? And why does, what point does it get where you and Adam Smith and yeah. it goes, oh, we're friends, we get on this, 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 blah, blah. Then all of a sudden, it's, all of a sudden it starts getting 
bitter because it becomes yeah. competition. Why, why does it get I, like I that? I think mainly because of the social media and the YouTube world that we're saying. Right. So you have to understand, when I do a press conference, I do 40 interviews, right? Yeah. Someone's going to ask me something that's going to rattle me a little bit. I'm going to say something that I might not think will offend someone, right. but it will. Sky had the raving hump when I left. They felt that I, they built me and ultimately built me to a position of power yeah. and then we left, right? Which is actually true. Right, but what yeah. they decided to do was, which is great for boxing, Carry rather on. than go, do you know what, we're not doing boxing. No, let's go on the attack. Yeah. Right, fuck Eddie Hearn, which is not not in a horrible way because I'm still friends with everybody there, but just a competitive nature. Yeah. But that competitive nature drives people to do more, to work harder, to invest more money, yeah. to spend more money, to pay fighters. You know, Dave, you've been in boxing a long yeah. time. The money that's going around now, Sam, you know that. Nuts. Absolutely. Mental. Yeah. Fighters are getting paid five, ten times more than the market value. Because there's enough, too many fighters and not yeah, enough. Of course, but listen, good luck to you. Yeah, Great yeah. news. It won't last because it can't last unless there's an investment. We're very different. We don't take investment. We don't look for investment. It's our money. We built our business. We make decisions based on the business. When you have outside investment, you know, some people don't give a fuck. They'll spend, spend what they want. How money. much does he want? 300 grand signing fee? No problem. I'm yeah. going, whoa. Yeah. What? I wouldn't yeah. give him 50. Yeah. You know, this fighter, he's getting 800 grand. 800 grand. Is that because of the, the Olympians, Eddie? Do you know, because the, the crop of Olympians that came through, usually, yeah, when, when that happens is, it's just a note that they, they want to sign with, with matchroom. Mm. That, that's just a fact, by mm. the way. That's a, it's a known thing. But do you think in this thing, you've thought to yourself, because I know some of the sign-on fees that were happening, oh. and they were obscene amounts of money. Yeah. Obscene amounts of money. Did you just think, fuck that, I'm not doing that? 100%. You yeah, have yeah. to. Listen. Draw the line at it. Sam, I don't, I don't want to sound arrogant. If I wanted to pay it, it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. You can't run a business like that. You can't lose your head and start acting with your genitals and say, no, fuck it, I'll pay it. Would you have done it 10 years ago or five years ago? No, though? because the money's like, you know, look at Ben Whittaker. Great example. I'm not going to go into money. Yeah. Ben Whittaker, we agreed a deal with Ben Whittaker. Paid a fortune. I we were paying him a third what he got of what he got. Unreal right? money. And then as he actually came and did a promo shoot with us, <laughs> right? And then phoned up a boxer to tell him he was leaving and boxer went, well, no, no, hang on, here's another 150. Like, and I was like, it was already, we were paying a third less, but he mm. decided to join us. And then he told us about this thing and I went, mate, like, that's a house. Oh, like, congratulations. Oh, Fraser yeah, Clark. Yeah, Fraser Clark. Like, I mean, I'm dough. looking, I've seen, they all come to us, you know how it works as a manager. Yeah. Here's the offer we've had from Sky. We see every offer. Yeah, yeah. Right? And I go, fucking Take hell. It. <laughs> Like Fraser's deal, mm. wow. Yeah, I know Fraser's deal. Ben Whittaker's deal, Take it. mental. But you have to be big enough and you can't you can't live in the world of social media. It's like, ooh, Eddie didn't get in. Ooh, yeah, like with ooh. A that's the way that it's well. yeah, But same with a purse bid. With a purse bid, you sit down and you go, right, show me the budget for this show. Dave's been there. Mm -hmm. We've done shows together. Yeah. We've done our conkers at the time yeah. where, you know, we didn't have as much money, you didn't, mm -hmm. and it was like, fucking, yeah. we're well, going for a purse bid, this is the number. Oh, well. Someone's going to bid more than that. Good luck to them. Oh, we'll get criticised on social media. Good luck to them. They've got to be clever as well, aren't they? Because, like, say, for example, Ben Whitaker signs a, I don't know, what is it, like a four or five fight deal mm. you sign? Well, he's actually, I think he signed a one-year deal in the end, where he's sort yeah. of said, so, you get so he money. can move, you know. It's... You can get all that big sign. And then you go back to you, like, say that, yeah. say that happens, then they've, yeah, they've but... wasted their investment, haven't they? Because yeah, they're investing in somebody then. a lot then. of investment. Uh, Josh, you know, it's like it's not just the signing fee, it's not just the purses, it's the opponents, it's the travel, yeah. it's the hotel, it's millions of pounds, you know. And sooner or later, like the, the mad thing about boxing is there are no barriers to entry. 
Yeah. Right? And I don't mean this disrespectfully. No, you, you've gonna, found that. Yeah. No, but you're, Sam, you're a good me. operator, yeah. right? You're a very good talker. You're a good promoter. But anyone can, can walk yeah. in and have a go. Yeah, yeah. Some have ability, like you. Some have Sorry. no fucking ability. Yeah, well, I was trying to be nice because I felt <laughs> the first bit was a bit hard. Listen, I would have been, I'd have been out of boxing a long time if I had no ability. So yeah, no, don't worry, it's, don't it's worry, it's all right. No need to nibble, man. So I can hear him yeah. over there in that corner. I know, sure but uh, seriously, yeah, and yeah. this is the problem with boxing. Yeah. And they've seen it for years. We have people that come into our office that are representing fighters. I haven't got a fucking. Look at Terence Crawford. What his yeah. comments last night about doing him and Spence in England, and yeah, he said no, I'd yeah. make much more money to do the fight in England. We'd set out a stadium. He's like, and the interviewer was like. Yeah, but surely the gate receipts in Vegas are yeah, more. Yeah. Nah, they do like 60,000 there. And I, I so, actually heard that was a possibility, though, them fighting over here. No, actually but it just can't generate. Look, I'll give you a clue. Spence against Crawford would generate $5 million max gate in the UK. Yeah. It would generate $25 million on the gate at the T-Mobile in Vegas. Five times yeah. as much money. And this fighter is convinced that it will do. So you're having a conversation with him. Yeah. He's the boss, right? You need to get to a situation. There's no better feeling than a fighter that believes in you. Tony Bellew being the greatest example. Mm. Never had a contract with Tony Bellew. Now, when we did the David Hay fight, I would sit down, Dave, this is, uh, Tony, this is the situation. This is the split. This is Ed, off. just get me as much money as you can, and whatever you tell me and to I do, I will do. That, that's the greatest feeling I'm in the world. I'm scared of Tony Bell, you man, who came for me. <laughs> that's also the reason why you'd never, you know, you'd always make sure you do a great job for him. But also, at the same time, sitting down with a fighter where he's telling you that what you want to do is you want to go to England. Because, and it's like, no. But that's the business. So I look at, I actually feel people forget we want to make big fights, the promoters. Like, we've got a responsibility to the broadcaster, to fans. We make money out of big fights. We don't want to do shit fights. Yeah. But it's really difficult to manage it all, to pay the fighter the right money. And now you've got Crawford, I think he's making seven, but some say ten, to fight Avenesian. So why would he fight Spence for 15? He's, yeah. uh, the, the market's so distorted. I think with the Crawford and the Spence thing, listen, you're more qualified, but I think both of them... Which is, listen, it's one of the biggest fights in if, boxing through a, a boxing fan, but it doesn't, it's no. not as big as Tank no. and Garcia, yeah. in my right. opinion, right? right? But I'm well. saying those two, right, will be looking at it and thinking to each other, this is the biggest fight in boxing, yeah, I, want, I want extortion, yeah. but it doesn't generate that no, amount of Sam, money. Some bloke down the gym told him that yeah. he should be getting 30 mil. It's and that's how it works. Yeah. It's like, oh, so and so said I should get 30 mil because and that does, it's like, no, Unless no, it goes no. to somewhere like Saudi but, Arabia, where they've got. But it's not big enough for Saudi Even like. But that's why our Heyman will go for a fight like that. You know the model. Right, guys. 10 million each. Oh, no, no, or not even that. All the money to you, we'll take 15%. Job right? Done. Open book, everybody keeps the revenue. And Al goes, that's, that's a beautiful deal for me. But then they go, well, how much do you think we'll make? So, well, however many pay per view buys yeah. it does. Oh, no, we want to guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm Al Heyman, I'm guaranteeing that fight of 400,000 buys. That's it. They're being told it does a million buys, but they're not willing to take the risk. No. Do you know what I mean? They want the guarantee, so... It's a hard fight to make, isn't it? Why do you think that other promoters like Al Heyman and all these people, so, like, you did a show with, when Dalton Smith fought on Boxer the other week, so, like, you let fighters go to other... Why do you reckon others will never, ever do that? I mean, you don't want to do it. Like, you've got a responsibility to keep the best talent on your platform. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I feel that you lose a purse bid, like we did with Dalton Smith. Mm. He made a hundred and... What was that, Casey? that was just an example. I mean, yeah, like, in terms of listen, fighters fighting. We on. go back to money. Right. Dalton Smith, we lost the purse bid. He made a hundred grand. 
to fight Casey Benjamin. Oh, actually, it was a good, good little fighter. Casey Benjamin is an English title, yeah. like, kind of level guy. Yeah. It wasn't so long ago that Casey Benjamin would have been getting 10 grand for that fight. Yeah. He made 60. So, well, I mean, yeah. you know, Something it's like wrong. Tony Bellew made 70 to fight Mateusz Masternak yeah. for the European title at yeah. the O2 on the Frotch Groves undercard. And I tell you what, it was a fucking absolute war. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. what Joe got paid to fight Lenroy Thomas for his Commonwealth title in his fourth yeah. fight? You remember, we won't talk about mm. that, but it was like, that's extortionate so, money so for Dalton Smith. Like, like, I feel like, and Dalton had a chance to go on Sky, Right? Yeah. Get some exposure. His contract's up with us. Yeah. Maybe he'll sign with us. Maybe he won't. I believe he will. But if not, good yeah. luck to him. But you want fighters that want to work with you. Yeah. Now we've built a business that's big enough to say, oh, guys, if you don't, you know, if it don't work out, what we won't take is disrespect. Where we've done a good job. Lawrence Acoli being a good example. I, was gonna, I, was, I didn't know whether to like bring I, that. I, up. Want to, I want to ask about him on the last because, podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> from from the outside looking in, when when I saw the comments. I'll be honest, and I've said this to you guys as well, Lawrence Colonic, if he can punch, scary, mm. frightening, good fight, I'm not doubting that. But I've been on your shows, mm. I've been there plenty of times when I've watched him and it's like, it's not, it's not watchable. And he's not box office. I was there when he boxed, um, when he defended his world title. Um, against, yeah, against Polish guys. Yeah. All if Polish, he took man. the yeah. Polish out there, yeah. there was nobody in there. Mm. So from, from my point, looking in and not knowing any of the story, is I can't understand why it seems such a bad thing. You've done something so mm. bad, and I don't understand what that can be, because from a, from a boxing point of view, I, would, I, think, I, I think you've done a good yeah. job on it. Don't get me wrong, I'm not kissing your arse. I think there's no, others that, it's that very, you're not. It's one of the very within, few times that, where job. we've actually had support yeah. from the social media world. Like, and the, because the, you've the done a good job with it. So what, so what it is, in job? my opinion, is you go out to Dubai, Right, like he's done. Yeah. You start hanging around with people. Again, we talked about those people earlier. Should be making this, should be making that. You know, I spoke to Lawrence the other night. There's no real dispute from him that we haven't done a great job. Basically, what happened is he has one fight left. He disputes that, but that's our legal but opinion. But how, how is if that's in the contract? I don't understand how was it. Because it's, it's a mixture of things where he took a fight um, on the AJ card. He was supposed to fight Klawatsky. Right. Right. He ended up having. A, the Glatsky fight fell through. And it was two days to go, fight. an interim fight where he was, was basically outside of the contract. It was all agreed, right. but it would, there would be an extra fight on the contract if he wanted to take that fight, which was all agreed. He then said, oh, no, I didn't, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The reality is what happened was he, someone interfered with a contract, he received an offer that was twice as much money, and he wanted to take it. That's it. Yeah. I saw the proposal. It came from Boxer and Sky Sports, and it said, face Lawrence Acoli, the face of Sky Sports Boxing. That would have gone down well with the viewers, wouldn't it? Uh, but, but then, uh, but that's, that's really what it's all about. And he feels like we stopped him from taking that deal and that opportunity. And therefore, you talk about, you know, his comments like slave trader and stuff like that. Yeah, that's yeah, where it's come yeah. from. You have to respect the job we've done for you yeah. in a contractual position. We don't agree on that. What, what he doesn't dispute is the job that we've done for him. I was going to say, from the watch he's walking around him. Yeah, Nobody can like, say. The watch is the thing where he goes into the Sky Sports studio when we signed him and he says, oh, don't forget, if I win a world title, I want a Rolex. 
And I go, 100%, mate. You, you get, and I didn't even know if he'd win the world. Was you hoping he was going to forget when he chinned? Uh, no, it was the first thing he said in the <laughs> ring after. Now, everyone thinks you get one when you win a world title. No, only if I tell you. Yeah, Cordina said he's after one. Yeah, but I said to Joe, I've never told you I get half what everyone gets one. I went, no, fuck off. You get one inch if this podcast does well, apparently. That, you know, all of a sudden, the goal. When I signed Lawrence Acoli, the Sky Dweller was 25 grand. Next thing, they're 45 bags. I'm going in there going, oh, yeah, how much one of those guys? Did you get it list price? I'll just have to pay over the top for it. No, I got it list price, but it's still 45 grand. <laughs> you know, but little things like that. I mean, it's just no one disputes. Know. No one can say, no, no, no. sit there but, and say you've done a bad job. That's the, that's the horrible side of boxing. of boxing. Dave's been through it a hundred times. You've done a good job for a fighter. They've had an offer for more money. They want to go. There's no loyalty in boxing, and if there is, I can count them on one hand. Yeah, right. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, sure. I'm gonna pick, pick on that one. Right. Loyalty in boxing, I get. Right. But do you not think that sometimes? Loyalty. I'm not. I'm not talking about Coley. I'm mm. talking about in general. Do you not think that sometimes, as a promoter, a fighter gets beat, and you put them in a fight that's a real mm. fight, and they get beat, and then it's kind of like they get pushed to the back of the queue. And although at the fresh fight, it's like, yeah, we'll we'll build him up. We'll bring him back. This, this, this. They don't really get that same not love, but that same sort of. Um, Opportunity to come back, they're kind of like left on the shelf. Yeah, and that was a question I was going to ask Eddie about because you know, do you see the Josh Kelly performance the other night? I was saying, do you have like in football when so like I've been released from a club when I was younger, and then you come back and you do well, and then that club probably thinks, oh, we might should have kept him. Do you ever think that about fighters who you let go and then they go do well other places? No, I think that firstly, on Dave's point, I think that life is sometimes quite cruel and unfair, mm. where it's not necessarily about the loyalty, it's just about the priorities change when a fighter gets beaten, right? Really, at that stage, it's up to the manager, in my opinion, to, to not just put in the provisions for a defeat when you're talking about the new contract. In fact, we have a lot of situations with fighters now where when we do deals, we have to give them that comeback fight, actually at money that we think, fuck me, if they get, built, if they get beat, they're not really worth that, but they will. But, but, but do you not think, so, in this whole new modern way of thinking, and I think promoters are partly to blame, I think TV's partly to blame, where if you look at a lot, of, a lot of champions in the past, they have suffered losses early on in their career, and they've come through. Mm. These days, it seems as though promoters want fighters to take risks, get there quickly, get there quickly. But then, if they were to get beat, they kind of like, the career's almost like, finished. In, in terms of the big promoters yeah, I mean, concerned, and you don't think, I, mm, well, he could actually, all right, he got beat there, but he's still got a lot of potential about it, and he's still got this ability where he could end up being, if we just bring I him back. I think the pressure's on for them to take tough fights. Yeah. Like, I'll give you an yeah. example. One of your guys, I'm sure you don't mind talking about, Jordan Gill, yeah. right? But Jordan's in a situation now where it's like, what do you do? You know, you either, because you really don't want to go backwards. You don't want to rebuild, do you? Do you want to take an eight-rounder or a ten-rounder? Not really, for that kind of money. Or do you just want to jump into a bigger fight, maybe at Super Feather? He's just one example. Going back to Josh Kelly, the thing with Josh Kelly is, is that I think that against David Avanesian, he was moved too quickly, yeah. in my opinion. But what Josh shows in the gym, he doesn't always show in fight night. You know, See I'm, it in the gym. I remember having a conversation with someone from the GB yeah. who said to me, when I signed Josh Kelly, 
just when it just when it gets tough, you yeah. know. Like we also have to remember, and I know he's your fighter. He beat Troy Williamson, right? Troy Williamson is a British level yeah. fighter. Maybe maybe European, but he was poor the other night, right? But do you but think that was the brilliant? No, no, but listen to me, right? No. That was the brilliance of Josh no, Kelly, in my opinion. No, no. Josh I, I, Kelly's miles above Troy Williamson. No. I've said that before. But right? Josh Kelly is always miles above Josh, Troy Williamson. What Josh Kelly was not good enough to do was beat David Avenesian. Let's just take that fight into to consideration. He was breezing through everybody else, and he would do at domestic level. He's a very talented fighter. The problem is, is when you face a big, strong, clever, smart, hard-punching, you know, not a guy who is domestic level, who yeah. just didn't know what to do. Yeah. Talk about David Avenesian, whatever you want to say. Is it, yeah, I don't think he's an elite right. welterweight. He's a world-class yeah, welterweight. I said it on interview. Difference between elite level and world-class. By the way, I don't... If those two fought again, I back David Avenesian every time against Josh Kelly. I'm not, I'm not seeing yeah. the rebirth of Josh Kelly. No. Yeah. I hope I am, by the way. I'm just seeing a great talent that's good enough to win at that level. Yeah. Do you, do you think Josh Kelly, Conor Ben's ever still a big fight down the Yeah, line? I think it's a big fight. And I, I, actually I wish like, that fight I actually like Conor Ben in that fight. Yeah. But at the end of the day, Conor Ben's got more on his plate yeah. to yeah. come through. But I think that the problem now with Conor Ben is mentally, he's had such a horrendous time that when he gets cleared to box, whether that's now what or whether that's in six months... What level is he going to come back at? Yeah, and thing. Tony Sims will say, we need to come back because of everything you've been through in a fight. And then we go into a big one. Do you want me to say one? the perfect fight for him? And I'll say it. And we won't, I won't, I'm going to do it. The perfect fight and you'll laugh. Kelbrook. No, no. <laughs> Florian Marku. It's the perfect fight for him at welterweight. Yeah, but Florian Marku just lost. No, he didn't lose. In Albania? No, he didn't lose. He won. Oh, did it? Oh, I saw got, the fight. I didn't wait for the decision. No, he won. Oh. But what I'm saying is, that's what I mean. It would pack out the O2 arena. Yeah. Conor Ben would be a favourite in that fight. I like Jesse Vargas. Jesse Vargas, good another fight. good fight. But, but I'm saying, I want to see Conor come back and fight. Yeah, but it's just do, Conor Ben do, will do say... You know what? Do you know what? Honestly, I'll be honest with you. I find it uncomfortable talking about his next fight and what's what's going to be next for him until this gets sorted. Yeah, but, what, the, reality, but, though, but the reality is, Dave, is one way or the other... He's going right, to fight again. ..whether he receives a ban or doesn't receive a ban, his, his career will resume. If that ban is six months, 12 months, whatever it is, he is going to fight again. We believe in him, right? I get, I get, so, I get so that. therefore, we, as, as his promoters and his friends, we're looking at it it's now and saying that, that test was in July or whatever it was. Yeah. If he receives a year ban, which I don't believe he will, he once it comes out, he will saying. fight again in July. Yeah. Right? So, one way or the other, he has to resume his career, right? I understand and, that, and, but what, what, what I. But Dave, put yourself in a position. You promote Conor Ben. Oh, yeah, right? I, get, I get that. So yeah. we, that's our job. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we know him as a person. Yeah. And you would be in the same position yeah. as us. I, be, I believe in Conor Ben, right? And you would, in this position, having seen what you've seen and known him. Therefore, we want the hearing and we want the truth to come out. He may not receive a ban. If he doesn't and the truth comes out and the public goes, fuck me, wow, fair enough. Yeah. Or the worst case is they say, no, this is a ban. Then you have to resume the career. No, of I get, ben. I get that, but I just think in the in the meantime, while we're waiting and nobody knows what's happening, you know what's going on more than everybody else. But while we're waiting, I just feel as though by discussing his career moving on, then people listen. Fucking people cheating and and so it's the it's the worst thing in boxing, right? Now we don't, you you believe that he's not cheated. What I'm saying is, for those and the majority of people that are out there that don't know facts right now, mm. 
believed that he's cheated, 100%. right? So by hearing you talk about his next fight already when this hasn't been cleared up yet, would it not just be a... I mean, you know I'm on the art promoter, but you, you, would it not just be smarter or, or better PR even just to say, I'm not going to discuss Conor Ben's next fight. Yeah, probably. We're too open. I mean, we're sitting here yeah. on a sofa having a yeah. chat about you, Conor you, you, Ben. You, you, do you know what I mean? But corporately, yeah. yes, I could say, look, no, until this case is over, but the reality is, having a chat amongst mates, yeah. is his career will resume. Yeah. And it's, when it it's, does, it's, it's what are we going to do? Do you think it will resume in this contract? I think, depending on the what decision the from the WBC, if the WBC find him not guilty or ban him, after that ban or from the not guilty, he has the opportunity to go to British Boxing Water Control and say, my case has been heard, I would like to apply for my licence. Right. Yeah. At the moment, what happened was they wanted to fine him from something not doping ban related, for, and it was a fortune of money. And his lawyers just said to him, just one, this is ridiculous. Two, you have absolutely no chance of having a fair hearing if they want to put, put a fine on you for that. Yeah. And he's... he's, he's, he's uh, licence had actually expired. He didn't rescind his licence. Yeah. And he said, I'm not, not going to renew it. it. Fuck yeah. it. And he, he threw his toys out of the pram and now he wants to sue everybody. I said, look, calm down. Get this case heard. Let the truth come out. Let people see their opinions when it does yeah. and then go from there. So I would love him to fight back in the UK. I don't like... But ultimately, he can fight in America, he can fight Australia, in the Middle East. Yeah, yeah but he, he would want it. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah. the Eubank fight remains. And I was about to talk about his career, but still, uh, it's always going to be a massive bigger. fight. Yeah, I know, yeah, but... Connor messaged me on Instagram once mm. when I was on Instagram with Kel and he was like, does, does your boy want it? Yeah, OK. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good and fight. I, I, the, thing is, the thing is... Kel, Kel does want to fight Connor Ben. Mm. On an outside perspective, can, I've told you about it. Like, I've seen about the farmers, I've read up on it, they give the, the, those eggs and all that kind of stuff. But, like... It's deeper than that. I can't go into it, but no, it's, no, I know it's you, not... I, that's listen, not... I, that's not that's not the case. I'm saying from the outside being, perspective, yeah. looking yeah. in, yeah, if you were like looking on the outside, you'd think, God, it's, it's a hot, kind of hard to defend. But you know things that pe we don't know here, mm. and obviously you believe him as a as a person. And I know, when Tony Sims says, I know him, he's cheap. Mm. I believe Tony Sims because I, I I believe him. Do you know what I mean? So, and I want him to yeah, come I out. We've said it. But I want Conor Ben to come out and people, say people, egg like, in people's face yeah. kind of thing. Well, and I think that's a very good chance of that. <laughs> good. But I at the same so. time, you have to understand that probably on eight different occasions. I had Connor Ben, Nigel Ben, Tony Sims, my dad, in my office, right, for hours on hours, you know, right. And the one thing about Connor, I'm telling you now, he's a good kid, yeah. right? He's a religious kid. He's a, he's a man of faith. Like he had so many opportunities to kind of tell me. Yeah, but but like, and and where it would have helped him if he would have been honest with us. Tony Sims, you know, really putting it on, because Tony, one person I feel most sorry about is Tony Sims. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, he virtually lives it. with Tony yeah. Sims. Yeah, yeah. He was living with his dad. They, were, they, were, they weren't apart for 16 weeks. Because like, people are saying, oh, he's facilitating. I think he's bang out of order, mate, yeah. No, no listen, so Tony, Tony Sims, you, you'd back this guy every day of the week. He's yeah, devastated. Yeah. But when you've seen what you've seen and the opportunities, and people who come out to Connor, so pray around it, oh, what you want to do is just say that your missus is on fertility yeah. tablets <laughs> and you must have taken one. He said, I'm not, I don't, I'm not making up a story. I'm not lying. I said, yeah, but you've got to... He said, I don't... You know, he could have, he could have made up a story. He doesn't mm. want to. He wants to, he wants to be honest. But it's been a brutal time for him. And you how, know. how long do you think before it... Two it, weeks, it, I would say. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. I mean, the WBC are hearing... The, all their lawyers are hearing the case. There's a 42-page document that's right. gone to the WBC from the scientists, from the specialists. And it's, you know, 
Like, <laughs> we can yeah. talk about it for yeah, hours. Let's, but, 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 let's, let's, let's listen. move on. Let's yeah. move on from Conor. We'll man. talk about Usyk against Tyson Fury. I know mm. it's not like I know like directly involved in it, but AJ could eventually fight the win. I think that's the, the obvious fight to make mm. down the line. But Usyk against Tyson Fury, how do you think that'll go? If it happens in what March. did you make to the fight of the weekend for like the Fury fight of the weekend? Like the whole event. I mean, it was sparring. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I love Delboy, so it's difficult. Like I would never mm. criticise Derek, and he'll always give it 110. percent and, you know, when people talk about Chisora retiring, don't forget, he did beat Pulev. Like, no, but Dave, like, I, I agree it's time for him to retire. I don't, for, I don't dispute that he can't, there's not people out there that he can't beat. No, but that's what, what I'm saying. So, but the problem is, when you beat those guys, you're like, you know, like going into the Pulev fight, in my head, I'm thinking, if he loses his fight, one million percent, he should retire. Because I didn't really like what I saw in Parker 2. Right? Yeah. Then beats Pulev, and it's like, wow. Yeah, what's next? It's like, okay, well, you know, you've got to really sort of say, well, he's beat. Pulev. He's not going to turn down a, a, a seven-figure payday for no, the world. But then he fights Tyson Fury. He's yeah, obviously on another level, yeah. and now would be a really good time to walk away. Yeah. Yeah. People keep saying to me, "Are you going to give him another fight?" And the answer is, I mean, firstly, what he said about the zone, but but secondly, I did on, see that on a, which was wild. <laughs> like, you know, they come on to us and say, "Fuck me, we've given him a fortune." Well, yeah. but Derek's Derek, and secondly, I don't think we would be offering him another fight. Yeah. I, I think... I love Derek Chisora. Yeah. He's made a lot of money. I mean, it's actually an unbelievable run. He's unreal. been on the yeah. We were like, saying the other week for his ability, like, it's... Yeah. It, not, I'm not saying it's not fair on other fighters, but you shouldn't be getting these paydays based on... Derek's you know, a world-class heavyweight. He's just not an elite heavyweight. David, you know, heavyweight. He's David a Price, heavyweight. Uh, Takam, yeah. um, Parker 1, Parker 2... Dillian White. Dillian White 1, Dillian White 2, Tyson Fury, Pulev... Sure, there's others thrown in there. Like he's made an absolute yeah, fortune, yeah, yeah. but he loves to fight, and yeah. it, you know he lives to fight him. But you know, I thought that was you surprised that event sold out. I don't mean it did sold out. I think they sold forty thousand tickets. I think they gave ten thousand away. But by the way, that's a great gate on December the third yeah. in London yeah. for Fury against. I was Jusora. cold watching it to be fair. Yeah, but but also it did look by the way, by, yeah, that's a lot of people. Fifty thousand. Yeah. It's a huge gate. But, it's a huge but gate. by the way, what you're seeing in boxing and every show is seeing it, is the pinch, right? Yeah, 100%. Cost of living is going through the roof. People, if it's a great fight, if it's a major fight, sells out in two minutes. It's a hard, If it's hard take it or leave it, it it's just not going to sell yeah. like it was. You know, so, and you see that across fights. And Shifting there's so many life. fights in London now. We just did Dillian White, yeah. you know, where we had four or 5,000. Normally, we would have had eight or 9,000. Yeah. But you had Ryder Parker yeah. that had... No, 2,000. That was a decent fight in that yeah. last centre, wasn't it? Which one was that? Ryder Park. Oh, yeah. like, like, <laughs> I know, I know. But also, then you had the Sky Show on a that Sunday. Was a good fight you had Salon Show at your corner. Yeah. You know, but you can't. And, and also, you had Fury Chisora the week after. Mm, yeah. If you're going to go to a Dillian White against Franklin, you're 100% going to Fury Chisora. Yeah. And if you're going to Fury Chisora, you ain't going the week before. Yeah. 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 Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So we're seeing now. Just, it's becoming harder to sell a right. fight outside of, like Eubank Ben, biggest gate at the O2. Yeah. Boom, two minutes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's how, that's how it'll always be. But that's why you're under more pressure to do more so because going, people don't have the money. Just talking about the gates there as well, and, and you're under pressure and it's harder to sell. Do you, do you find, have you found that, remember I said to you when you were talking about, um, about, Leaving Sky, mm. I said to you about the Sky platform. Mm. 
how how is that going to affect it? That's something from from my side, from my fighters. I was worried about how would that affect their exposure and and selling and things mm. like that. Do you find that that has been a little bit of difference in in your gates? In the gate, mm, maybe not. I mean, you get to a situation where we did Leewood against Maurizio Lara. I know he pulled out, sold out mm. at the Nottingham Arena. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Where that actually quite surprised me. This weekend, seven and a half thousand for yeah. Warrington. Yeah. It's a good right? gate for yeah. saying the, 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 no, the no, World Cup. No, no, and, and Christmas. Yeah. World yeah. But, no, but yeah. what we're finding is London particularly really, really tougher and tougher. And yeah. I don't think every gate is struggling. Like, it doesn't matter whether it's a Sky Show yeah, at Wembley, yeah. they're oh, giving yeah, away yeah, tickets yeah, course, for fun. Yeah. You know, Frank Warren's done yeah. the O2 last week, 1,500 people at the O2. Like, it's not just... But, yeah, yeah of course, we, are, we don't have the promotional firepower that Sky have. There's no point what, the, you know... You have to rely you on your platform a lot, We have to rely you? on our cards. Yeah. You know, we have to rely on the power of the zone social platform, which is huge. Yeah. My social platform, which is huge. We need that tie-up. There's a lot of work going in with the BBC and stuff like that. They need to be smarter in that respect across yeah. platforms. But really, we need to make sure that we produce the best cards from top to bottom. And it does, you know, I, I should never read the negativity online, but when I get the critics, like, sometimes I watch cards right, that aren't yeah. mine. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, I don't get it. Because if I did this show... But do you not think you've, like... It's like when you go into America, Eddie, you've gone in there, like, English, Hugh Grant, yeah, and they think, fuck this guy. Like, let, 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 when I watch the interviews of, like, promoters, I just think... Leonard Ellaby. I'm not saying... I'm nowhere, I'm nowhere near this level. I hope to be one day. But I hope to Christ I'm never sitting there, like, pulling my... ripping my... Mm. doing this, going... This, but I don't have that anger towards anybody. Like you will do, one day. No, but, like, I, but look I at like, see, Bob Aaron towards you. Ninety-three. Is it anger, though, or is it like? It's, but you uh, know like what? A, I don't. Do you think they've blocked you? Do you think they've listen, come together and blocked you in America? I, yeah, of course. But that's horny, right? I, I look at it, right? And, and I, I look at it now, and I say, <laughs> I used to feel sorry for Frank Warren and Bob Aaron because I used to look at their reactions and their anger and their bitterness and think, what the fuck, you, what is wrong with you? But all it is, is boxing, right? And I would be exactly the same at that age. And sometimes I have to check myself every now and again, because I'll do an interview and someone will make a comment going, hey, you sound bitter, you used to say that Warren sounds bitter, and I, used to, and I watch the interview, mm. I go, fuck, yeah. I you feel that. Like. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, because you're aggressive and you're passionate about mm. what you do, but the sport and the business weighs you down. Yeah. It's a huge yeah, amount of pressure. Does, yeah. And it pisses you off because you love it. Yeah. Yeah. You argue with fighters, you end up falling out with people. Yeah. The Conor Ben thing happens. I mean, the Conor Ben is a pretty low point, yeah. really. Yeah. You talk where everyone's down. looking at you yeah. like you're a fucking scumbag, to yeah. be honest with you. Is that mostly with yeah. the AJ stuff as well? With yeah, the AJ Fury. It was all wrapped into one. Yeah. Next thing you're going out and fucking you're in a petrol station and some go, hey, what's happening with Fury AJ? And you get back in the car, geezer's is knocking. Let's have a photo. Oh, Conor Ben, was he? Oh, you bleep that out, please. You can actually imagine things like that. Non stop. And there's no escape. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, and exactly. there, there are times where you just think, uh, like... How long do you want to do it for? Yeah, and that's the answer. And I promise you, I will be out by 50. When, when, you, come out, it'll, when you come out, do you reckon it'll be difficult for people? I'm not trying to big you up here. You've got Frank Smith down there. He's, like, he's, like, he's lost some weight. Frank's ready like, for it. But at the end of the day, it's like you get to a point where I've got a commitment to the sport and to the business because 
It's my, it's my yeah. life, it's my dad. You know, it's like I've got responsibility as, as his son. But you'll get to the point where I'll just go, bye. You know, because... Will you be able to do it, though, Eddie, genuinely? I know you yeah, say, I will. I, I will, know you say that, but... There's like... a life... I know my life will be much happier, yeah. right, without boxing. I don't yeah. think it no, will not, be. Not, not boxing, without... The, the stresses yeah, the that you have to go through, yeah. right? Because you your, your families as well. Yeah, like, yeah like, but you, at you, the you... end of the day, I have a responsibility to what my dad has built to deliver. And our business is going through the roof globally across all sports. We're in a position now, we're talking about floating the company. I mean, it's, but it's got so serious, yeah. you know? But the thing is, is that eventually you have to look at yourself and go, mm. right, job done, thank you. And I look at Bob and I look at Frank. Yeah. And I've, I've, I've come to understand, it's not necessarily their fault, right? The, but I've always sport. looked at them and thought, whatever you do, don't become them, yeah. right? And I'm miles off becoming them, but just every now and again, you just go, whoa. You know, like, but because you go down there, you do 40 interviews, and it's like, oh, um, and they're all at it, those boys down there. You know, it's like, oh, um, we just did an interview with Bob Arum, and Bob Arum said, you're a joke. And they just have to quote. You know, and, you, and you go, I'll go, fuck Bob Arum. You've spent like, a billion quid. What do you think so it is? I just went down there, I went top rank. I said, it's more like top wank. Like that. Now, now that's all over the internet, right? And it's now, the main headline. Yeah, and I'm like, I, and I get home and I go, fuck, you know, like that. And it's just. Do you, do you ever, Joe, Eddie, because I know you've got two good daughters, mm. right? Do you ever think that like, it's, it's, it's hard to like keep, because like, you're all over the place. I mm. think to myself, I'm, I'm going to flipping Japan tomorrow. And I'm thinking flipping over, but like, I, I genuinely miss my. my, my you're everywhere. But in constantly. anything that you do, you have to make sacrifices, right? Yeah. And you have to be incredibly selfish. And that you look at sportsmen are exactly the mm. same. Now, when I do my podcast and I speak to some of these people, fuck me, they're brutal. Yeah. Is it a better you podcast know, than Ad, this? Ad, oh, much better. <laughs> Adam Peaty, like talking to him, he's like ruthless. You know, just had a, a baby boy. You know, I mean, after I come home from training, I say take him away, you know, I need to go into, and into my restroom and, and you know, uh, but that's just, that's the, the commitment yeah. that you make. But, you know, I think in any job where you, or any sport where you make the sacrifices, it's a limited time frame, but it's just like Derek Chisora knowing when to say, yeah. I've had you know what, I've had enough, but we can't, I'm at the top of the game now, like globally, like we've got, I've got massive plans. I'm not sitting here saying, oh, I can't take it anymore, oh, um, but it's like. Have you got, have you got massive plans for UK? Yeah, you know, like you're I, a businessman, Eddie. Obviously, like the main idea for you is to make money. Obviously, in, in the in the business, do you not look at fights that are so easy in the public's eyes to make money, like AJ Wilder's, mm. like Wood Conlon too, like mm. guaranteed money for it? Like, do you not want to make them fights like as soon as possible? Of course, but again, because Dave's a good person here, because he's a trainer, manager, promoter, he will know that I look at Wood Conlon and I go. Pretty straightforward rematch. Natural, fight of the year. Fight. Like, and then, and then yeah. just someone, might be Ben Davison, not putting it on him, but might say, yeah. mm, actually, no. Didn't like him in the build-up to that fight. Didn't, you know, they were a bit, you know, so, no. It's no, over for me. I was very yeah. surprised. It's over for Promoters me. do get, promoters get blamed for a lot of you, stuff. We want to make the fight. AJ against Deontay Wilder. I did say, you know. though, like, I was very surprised. I was going about that, but, like, I was thinking, because I got a lot of stick. Like, they were all unhappy with me. Because I said that Lee Wood shouldn't have fought Maurizio Lara. Because if someone's asked me the question, I just think, what are you getting fighting that Maurizio Lara fight other than a paracetamol? Even if you win, you don't really get... Like, Maurizio Lara is a fucking nightmare to fight. He is. He's, he hits hard. It's like, Wood Condon, 
you do that at the forest ground or where it sells out. Is it not better for away. both of them? So, well, and I was surprised why, why it never happened. Why is it better for Lee Wood? Uh, financially, surely. Warrington, well, Lee Wood's massive. Not, not necessarily, because sometimes the B-side is... like. But for all Michael Conlon saying, I want the rematch, I want the rematch, yeah. he wants the rematch at the right price. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So you've got yeah. maybe the training team of one fight saying, mm, what's our other options? And you've got Michael Conlon saying, well, this is what I want for the rematch. Would you do yeah. Not Conlon I, against yeah. Lee, um, Josh Warrington at MSG? Conlon, yeah, I, I think you make Wood Warrington, you know, and you do it at the city Huge. ground or you make it Ellen Road. Huge three fight. Easy yeah. fights to make. Huge but, fight. But, you know, Josh has got aspirations to fight in America. He, he has, he? and by the way, he's got to beat Luis Alberto Lopez, Hard which fight. is a very, very tough Hard fight. fight. People have got to understand, there's no value for us not making fights, promoters. Yeah. Like, the fights where we make the most money are Hey Bellew and, you know, all these big fights. AJ so, Wilder would. AJ Wilder again. But, you know, you've got AJ Wilder, where now he's that got a new training team coming in. World, in. Do you way? think it will happen, Eddie, on a serious note? I do. That? Look, AJ, you know AJ will fight him 100%. Yeah. The problem is now is AJ will bring in a new training team. Yeah. He won't decide on his next opponent until the trainer comes in. Now, if you're coming in and you are now the new trainer of you Anthony Joshua, Deontay you're Wilder. saying, yeah. I want one first, want first, and then we'll fight yeah. Deontay Wilder. Yeah. Right? Like, 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 Otto Wilder. But Otto Wilder, I like the Otto Wilder fight, Just but at the same time, he's a Southpaw. Yeah. So the new trainer yeah, comes exactly. in and goes, I want well, actually, I don't want to Or they might go, well, you've just boxed Usyk twice, so I'm happy for you to fight Wilder, but you're going to... So, Wilder. Fight but the you're WBA fight, you know, champion, Daniel Dubois. <laughs> Daniel Dubois, you know, I'm, I no, watched... But, yeah. No, I, I watched that. I'm talking about Daniel Dubois. That was Dubois. a joke, by the way. The he should have... Daniel Dubois needs to I'm fight domestic evidence. Fabio Wardley Dubois is a great fight, by the way. I think Fabio can beat Dubois. I, I think they're both well. heavy punchers. But listen, Daniel Dubois is a very heavy puncher. Absolutely. But at the same time, needs to take a I watched few actually back. that fight today for the first time in full. Needs to take a few I mean, steps he was back. concussed. He, he, I, I know his leg obviously he's hurt, 24. but he couldn't stand up. You know, he got clipped on the top of the head right. yeah, and gone. never recovered. He really? Gone. But fair play to him, by the way. He came back and fought. But I don't know what Kevin Lorraine was doing in the second and third. Mental. But but listen, he's probably also thinking, fuck me, this guy can punch, and he can he can punch, but. You know, your boy, your boy done a job on him. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, that was... Eddie, yeah. can I ask you a question before I wrap it up? Which fights in the next year or so do you think will be made that are, like, mega fights that people wouldn't... Three. Would well, do three. I mean, look, I think there's there's so many, right? We'll start with Ryan Garcia against Javonta. Biggest right? fight in boxing, yes. in my opinion. And still have my doubts whether it'll happen, even though it's been... Announced or something. I, mean, I don't believe way, in announcements I'm until they're done. Yeah, yeah, I, know, a, nice. I, just, I, yeah, I yeah. stuck up for you on Twitter. That was a phenomenal offer. I'll tell you what happened. That, that, like, this was is, he posting not, that not to really, the big or something? No, but like, I've not what? really spoke to anyone about this. I spoke to Golden Boy, right, yeah. to Eric Gomez, and I said, look, I have the ability to stage this fight internationally, right? Are you up for discussing it? Yeah, no problem. I said, look, I'm going to make Javonta Davis an offer. It was... Kind of like the consensus that Javonte Davis was making $6 million for the Ryan Garcia fight, OK? So I said to Eric Gomez, I'm going to offer him $10 million plus pay-per-view upside. Let's not fuck about. So I send the offer, private and confidential. Subject Good old Javonte, screenshots and deletes. Yeah, I know. So then make the offer, and then well, there's some additional conversations, and then my name gets brought into... He sees Ryan Garcia in a T-shirt and says, you're on peds. And then, what about Eddie Hearn? Fucking, he's an arse. It's like, what, what's that coming? And then someone goes, oh, you say about Eddie Hearn, you wouldn't mind it if he made you an offer. And he just goes, well, he has. Bosh. And I'm like... You know. But he's put it out there as if, like, you've given but, him the worst yeah. offer of but, all But time. then he says, oh, I'm making much more than that. But he's not. Really? You know, but... Number two, number two. Yeah, number what two. are we saying, number two? Um, number two, I want to see Spence Crawford. 
You know, I think yeah, it's I a tremendous well. fight. Yeah. I think Errol it's a Spence. Running its you know, what, as well. What's sad about boxing is that you get fighters like even Spence and Charlo, particularly, who hasn't fought for like 15, 16 months, like they become so not deluded about money, but it just becomes everything. Yeah. And like I look at Errol Spence, I think he's damaged goods. Yeah. I think the accident, I think the eye operation. Yeah. You know, looking back at that Ugas fight as well, yeah, I just, you know, I think... He's there to be beat, basically. I think he is. I think Terence Crawford beats him at 147, 100%. Me too, me but too. But that's a fight that I really want to see. I, I actually prefer, not prefer, <laughs> but... AJ Wilder over AJ Fury, like I mean, that would be in the UK because it lasts three rounds. In the Middle East, it lasts three rounds. AJ Wilder in the Middle East. I mean, do you know what's mental? I was looking the other day. Warren gave an interview, and they went, "Where do you think Usyk Fury will take place?" And he goes, "Well, wherever the most money is." And no one said anything. And it's like when I come out and do a show in the Middle East, everyone goes, "Fucking disgrace!" Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's like, well, obviously, like you got that fight's going to take place in the Middle East, so. I think Wilder against AJ probably takes place in the Middle East. Like the that pro- fight lasts three rounds. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. it's three round fight. Eddie, like, are you, are you, I do. Is, is your bum, your bum would be, your bum would be hanging yeah, I mean, out watching that fight. The situation is, AJ has <laughs> consistently made this level of money. Yeah. And Wilder has never really got there, but he's made a couple of good paydays. So you really have to be at that point where AJ and I think you know where you'd go in on a split that's probably not the right split. 50-50. I mean, by the way, for years and years. Fury just offered AJ 60-40. We offered Fury 60-40 loads of times to fight AJ. And he said, no, it has to be 50-50. This is when he looked, when he drew with Wilder the first time. Yeah. And AJ was the champion. He said, I will only take this fight at 50-50. Mm. Right? So sometimes in negotiations, you have to give a little bit. Yeah. Going back to like when Bellew fought Hay in the first fight, yeah. it was like it didn't really feel like the split was fair. But at the end of the he day, took it and he, he thinks he can win. You should never, you should never, I didn't, I made a fortune in that fight. You should never worry about what the other person is getting. Worry about, about what, what you're, you're getting. Yeah. That's yeah. the only thing that matters. You is know what I mean? Where you can ever, so like, you know, in football, That's where ego so like, comes in. But this I don't know what any of my other teammates get paired. So is there any way yeah, you can ever fight do that? That's important to know your market value, yeah? But at the end of the day, the offer is for you. Yeah. so-and-so's on that. Don't worry about so-and-so. Yeah, but I'm better than Sansa. Listen, this is this is your offer. This is your, and you've always got to push for the best offer. But you know, I just feel that sometimes, if you really want to make a fight to happen, the the biggest fights happen because someone has made a compromise. Mm. Yeah. Where someone's gone or Facts. someone's talked mm-hmm. someone into saying, "Listen, I know you're worth 60-40, but it's 50-50." When, when AJ boxed Kubrat Pulev with the IBF, they was getting 35% Kubrat Pulev. He weren't worth 15%. Yeah. But to get undisputed, we had to hold on And AJ would say to me, fuck, 35% for fucking Kubrat Pulev. And I'd say, mate, this ain't we got to do. He's yeah. getting a million quid too much. But you want to keep we the want belts. this, we've got to do it, and this is how we've got to do it. Fucking hell, OK. So those big fights always happen when someone says, OK, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to do that. So Spence Crawford, Garcia against Tank. Wilder. Um, Wilder Ed. Joshua against Wilder. You know, and so many more like really good domestic fights. I mean, I like Callum Smith against Joshua Boatsy. So do I. You know, I like Boatsy or right. Callum Smith against Yard or see what happens in that fight. I feel like we've got to push harder to make the big domestic fights. Yeah. Like, and I don't really care at what level they are. You know, we're talking about Dalton Smith, or Sam Maxwell or Robbie Davis Jr. Or, you know, you're making uh, O'Hara against Lewis Ritson. Like, these are, are we? good. Are you? First we've heard of that. Okay, I don't know. Yeah. That got announced. Good fight, no, by the way. It's not been announced. It's not been announced. It is. I just saw it on Twitter. 
not been announced. Literally <laughs> ten minutes ago, like before we started this thing, it was Has announced. It? Yeah. Joking. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. You don't even know you're on schedule. <laughs> <laughs> That's these people were looking for. I was. I was. I knew it was on the page, but I didn't know. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that's that's AJ Fury, but like they're the fights, the competitive fight, Wood against Warrington. Yeah. You know, and and you know we got. We managed to make Ryder against Parker. Good example. Like there's Felix Cash against Anthony Fowler. What about that? I don't. I'm not sure Fowler will fight again. Fowler's going to box again. Why? I just think, I don't know. He, I think he he's enjoying his life. life. He's yeah. made decent money. I mean, yeah. You don't think Fowler's going to box again, do you? Well, I just don't see it. I think he's comfortable. In you should box Troy Williamson. I don't know. It just seems it. Great fight that is, by the way. Oh go. mate, yeah, their spars, yeah. their spars, Troy Williamson and Fowler. Oh my God! If I was to release them. Oh, David, you've you got to do it. Honestly. Eddie, thanks for joining yeah, us. And you also, you, um, next same time again uh, in a month. No, yeah? Ne okay. yeah, you enjoy it. If you it? want big numbers, let me know. Big numbers. We're going to appreciate that. We'll Eddie. see the numbers We've got fly a big budget, haven't we? Look at yeah, that. Exactly. Big budget. Yeah, yeah, Look at yeah. this.